0: Log Talk Radio
1: to you live from Baltimore, Maryland as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being sponsored by Making It Happen Incorporated, transforming your dreams into reality. We have another special show for you this evening, and I am pleased to have co-hosting with me once again, Ms. Teresa Hamilton, who is the CEO and founder of Making It Happen Incorporated. Uh, Let's say hello to Teresa. Hello, Teresa. Hi, Lisa. I'm delighted to be here on this wonderful, sunny
2: afternoon in the summer. It's great to be here. Thanks for inviting me.
1: Yeah, and today we're kind of blessed because it's not—it's not as hot as it's been. <laughs> yes,
2: very low humidity, and it's just—it just feels awesome outside.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we're—we we're, look that fits into tonight's topic of, about gratitude. We're very grateful for that. Yeah, yes, yes. Okay, we will be taking calls later on in the show, so if you would like to call in with questions and participate in the conversation, that number is 347-237-4518. That's 347-237-4518. This evening's program, we will be talking about having an attitude of gratitude and how important it is to be grateful for where we are at every minute of every day. Uh, But before we get into our topic, I'm also interested in talking with new and seasoned authors who have written motivational books and would like to promote their book on my program. I have sponsor rates available to send you if you are looking for more sales. This is also an excellent vehicle to make that happen. My sales have increased Since I started my program, as well as our websites have been doing exceptionally well, so I want to thank all of you who have purchased my book and visited our website. You can also get those rates on my website at um, YourDestinyAwaits.net, and anyone who has a business that they would like to promote, we have sponsor rates available uh, for you as well. And the beauty about Internet radio is that we reach a very broad audience, not just locally but internationally, and we are so excited that our numbers continue to climb day by day. So we're very excited and grateful about that. Uh, You can send me a message through this site if you have tuned in via your computer, or you can send a message through my Facebook page, uh, facebook.com, Forward slash a date with destiny 101, and as uh, well you can leave a message via my website, which is again yourdestinyawakes.net. Uh, so we last week, Teresa and I had a great time sharing with a very special person, Mr. David Parks, who's the son yes. of the late Gordon Parks, and yes. I'm so very grateful for David coming on the show and spending time with us. He has a lot of great things coming down the pike, and uh, we will talk with him again as things progress. Tonight we're going to discuss having an attitude of gratitude. Being grateful for uh, what we have and where we are is vital to moving things forward in our lives, to receiving more things to be grateful about. Right thinking is the key to having all that our hearts desire. But before we get into that, um, I want to touch a little bit about our conversation we had last week, It's All About the Journey, uh, with Mr. David Parks, and I'm going to be continuing that series, It's All About the Journey, as I continue to bring on more guests that I'm actually excited about, and I will be uh, letting you all know. Uh, as they continue to confirm um, being a guest on the show, but right now um, I just want to go and touch base a little bit about it's all about the journey and the conversation that we had briefly um, with Mr. David Parks last week. So Teresa, did you have anything that you know uh, you wanted to add to that conversation about the the journey and being you know where we are in life?
2: Yes, well I, I guess one of the a couple of things I wanted to share. One is is you just I'm just so grateful for uh, Mr. Parks coming on out on the show because one of the things that he has a lot of is wisdom, <laughs> yeah. and there's nothing like um, meeting and speaking with someone who's very very wise because I think that's. Uh, and I think he made that point, which is very well taken, which is there is a gap sometimes between the younger generation and the older generation, and huh. sometimes the younger generation just want to say, "Oh man, just just shut up for, enough already however right. we 've got so much to learn from our older generation and i I know we 've had a number of uh radio speakers uh, stations that have been uh, a number of the members have been a part of the Making It Happen group and I can I, I do recall one we had one historian on another blog radio station and one of his uh, points was how important it is to get information from those of us um, th- those older ones that have been walking the walk for quite some time so I thought that his points were very well taken and I really thoroughly enjoyed them and I guess one specific point for me was I think he made the point that he was given a lecture or a speech at a at a school and he asked them you know if I were to give you I think he said 20 million dollars right now what would you do right, <laughs> and right. a lot of people had not even uh, started to plan and I thought that was an excellent point as we move forward in discussing uh, i journey part two because a lot of the things that we want to do, we really have to take the time to plan it out, to sit down and just write down what it is that you'd like to do. It doesn't exactly. have to be, um, you know, in, in, in a strict academic Format. It just needs to be what you're thinking, what you're feeling, your own creative spin on an idea or something that has been done already. But the key is is to write down and have a, at least a plan. And so that point that he made, I thought was very well taken, Lisa. I really yeah, enjoyed, it, uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, go ahead. And then one final point that he made, I and and I think that that goes for myself because I'm always challenging myself to do better. But it is once we have arrived, I know he mentioned one actor, and once you get to a point of arriving in terms of your success, make sure that the things that you're responsible for are buttoned up. You know, make sure you're doing your taxes. Make sure you're paying your bills. Do those things that you know are right to do, because if you're not careful, someone can easily come along and just take them away so I yeah. thought that point that he made was also very well taken, which is you know once you do arrive, please ensure that you take care of business and you you know you make sure that your affairs are buttoned up.
1: yeah, and you know that's so um, so profound, especially in that particular industry um, and the message to our young people out there who are trying to get into the industry, whether it's by uh, media, um, being a singer, an actor or whatever. You must be able to uh, have people in your camp that you trust. But even yeah. though you have people in your camp that you are trusting, you have to be responsible for your own bank account. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you cannot, you know, so many stars have, and they, there are stories like that out there. I mean, just do your research. So many of them have left the finance part to somebody else, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. they look up and they find out that they're broke and then they wonder what happened. So if I had anything to share with you all, the the first thing I would say is learn as much as you can on your own for yourself. Have somebody yeah. in your camp, the people in your camp that you trust, but even though you may trust them, still handle your own affairs. Look yes. at the book, you know, um all the time keep keep record of it. What's the name of that young lady um that uh performs, she's she's one of the biggest um uh pop singers now and she writes all of her own music. Um oh, her name will come nice. to me. She's a nice like, millionaire I mean, multi millionaire. And she, you know, they did a little uh, uh bio on her and to come find out, she does all of her own stuff. I mean, she does her books. She does her tax. She does all of that. Wow. I mean, yes, she yeah. pays somebody to do her taxes, but she knows everything everything down to the penny. She manages herself, basically. Yeah. So, you know, again, you know, we have to just be mindful and be careful about who we are allowing next to us. Um, and then you always want to... Whatever field you're getting into, you definitely want to find someone who is successful in that field. Yes, yeah,
2: to mentor you,
1: yes. Yeah, to mentor you um, because they know the ropes. They know the ins and the outs. Yeah. Um, So do your homework, do your research, you know, and, and a lot of prayer doesn't um, hurt anything either. <laughs> yes, that's, that's very important. And
2: I always stress reading. To me, that's the cheapest way you can find out or learn about things. is just by reading. And they yeah. are, you know, when I, when I was in school or college as I was gradu- graduating, they just started coming out with, like, um, all of those books, you know, accounting for dummies and all of that. So mm. we're very, very fortunate to have some easy ways to kind of discover and find out a lot about a lot of things we don't know in a very easy-to-understand format. So there exactly. really is no excuse for not
1: knowing and not understanding. Exactly. And you know what we found is that when you read those books, do mm-hmm. you know that when you're reading something that you're very interested in and it's teaching you um, and guiding you, it, it's actually bringing what you want into your world. You know, you are wow. manifesting things at this point because now you know, you're focused on it and you're concentrating on it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, and speaking of reading, (laughs) we're going to be (laughs) referencing the book tonight, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Wattles. Um, And I will continuously uh, bring different books onto the program that I know that I've read and that you have read also, Teresa. Um, And these books are excellent books that have helped us in our journeys, so um, tonight uh, we're introducing The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddell. And in that book, he talks about um, the being grateful. Yes, yes. You know, having the attitude of gratitude and how important it is that we must keep our eyes and our minds focused on gratefulness. Um, The more gratefully we fix our minds on the supreme, on God, when good things come to us, the more good things we will receive and the more rapidly they will come. They come like, you know, back to back. And the reason that is is simply because that the mental attitude of gratitude draws the mind into a closer touch a closer relationship with the source, with God yes. from which the blessings come. Right. And
2: my my favorite point related to just what you said and what Waddles has talked about in his book is that uh it's that it's that scripture that says seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and yeah. all these things will be added unto you. And yeah. one of the things that I love about his book is that the very first thing he starts off with, I think it's in Chapter 1, is he talks about what it is that that we all deserve to be wealthy or rich. Yeah. And sometimes I don't think we really believe that. I think we yeah. think that we don't, but God commanded that we would uh, have dominion over everything in the beginning, you know. That in other words, we would want for nothing. You know, whatever it is we need it, whatever it is we want, we can have. And I think sometimes we ourselves, don't we look at the life through the world's eyes, which is looking at it through a le- lens of scarcity, because that's yeah. how the world operates. That's the principles. Yeah. But it's not until we graduate to really believing and understanding that there is no lack in this world. And, I, right. and my favorite proof of that there's no lack, is that when, you know, they go up into space, there's still more heaven, <laughs> yes. more space, you know, yes. so it's infinity. There's just not, you know, we like to say lack, and, and just like I was reading a book on Donald Trump, by Donald Trump and Robert Kiyosaki, and we all know this, that the manipulation of all prices are manipulated to produce this idea of scarcity, but we really right. don't have scarcity here. You know what I mean? There are things we can do differently so that we're not, you know, we don't see these huge oil prices and
1: whatnot. Right. Right. And you're so right. Um, That's a very key point right there is that a lot of times we as humans, believe in lack. We're believing yes. in lack, and we don't even yes. realize that we're doing it. But any time yes. you say, well, you know, i got to go and I've got to find another job, or you're looking at what someone else has, and, well, they've got this, and they have riding in this, and they're living in this, and they're, and they're saying it as if, well, now that they have it, I can't possibly have it because, you know, there's not enough. Yes.
3: You know, there's yes. not enough
1: to go around. <laughs> but that yes. is so yes. far from the truth. Yes, yes, yes. You know, yes. we and have I, to...
2: Go ahead. Uh-huh. And I think that that's, um, that's a point that we need to... Redu- you know, we really have to change our thinking on that, because I know yeah. that sometimes when you're watching the news, you just you start to think. When you hear about all of these economic woes and what's going to happen... Not to say that we're not based in reality and we don't know that there is that these things are going on. But the right. difference is is that we don't have to prescribe to what's going on. Exactly. We that's not that's not our agenda and that's not our life plan because we don't right. believe that. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly, exactly. Because that is still, you know, being in the world. Yeah, uh, you know yeah. we are not of the world. We don't have to like you said, we don't have to subscribe to that. Um it, it does have something to do with us indirectly.
2: Yeah. But
1: once you really fully understand and realize who you truly are. Yeah. Who you truly are in Christ.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That
1: has nothing to do with you. Yeah. You know, yes. and, and, and here's a perfect example um and i I shared this with you several years ago. you know my husband, for example um, several years ago uh you know they we were going through some things, and he was he wanted to uh move on from his job because he knew that you know it was it was time it was just time to move forward. Uh-huh. And this was in the, quote, unquote, height of the recession, okay? And, you know, he was kind of, you know, a little fretful about it and so on. And I told him, I said, look, this recession don't have nothing to do with you. (laughs) You know, you have to first stop thinking that. If you're believing that you're in a recession, then you are in a recession. You know, but who are we? You know, who yes. do we belong to? What what do we, you know, listen to as far as when you go to church? And, and what are you believing in? Are you believing yes. in the way things appear to be? Or are you going to believe in the God that has sustained you your whole yes. entire life?
0: Yes. And when yes. I started
1: talking to him like that and sowing into his mind and having him to rethink things,
0: mm-hmm. let me tell you
1: something. And every single resume he put out there, he got a call back on. Wow! And not only wow. did he get one or two offers, Teresa, jobs were just coming at him. Wow! So he had a, wow. he had a choice. He was looking at, yes. and they were all good jobs. Yes. So he found one that he really enjoys going to every single day. Um, you know, it fits him. He loves it. It's not even work to him. And this was all in the height of a supposedly recession. Yes. Yes, yes. We have to stop thinking with a recession mindset. Yes,
2: yes, yes. When you are a child of
1: most high God, you don't there's no recession. What is a recession? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: A recession is a mentality.
2: Right. And the funny thing is is that we can know these things theoretically but it's putting them in practice in our lives. You know, you'll you'll meet a lot of people who have spiritually a lot of knowledge, but they really aren't putting it in practice. And that's one of the things I really love about uh, Waddle's book is because he really gets down to the nitty-gritty, and he makes it so plain that you almost, you know, you know, can see it for what it is. Exactly. You know, it's not and, – and the one thing I love about him is that I think at some point, because I read a little bit of history on him, but he was ruled – and this book was written in 1910 uh, – uh, um, and he was ruled a heretic because yep. he believed in putting into practice what Christ is, you know, the, the Christian message and that's right. really living it and not just talking it and, right. exp- you know, espousing on it, but really putting it in practical, pra- making it practical. And I exactly. think that's what makes his book so interesting. And it is so simple. It is so basic, you know, when you're yeah. reading it.
1: Yeah, it is. And and gratitude alone, Teresa, mm-hmm. um, can keep you looking towards the all and, pre- and and prevent you from falling into the era of thinking of the supply as being limited. You know, yeah. when you have gratitude, you know, um, you have, it's like magic. It's holding yeah. a magic key. Yeah. And and it and it takes your mind off of. You can't be you can't be in gratitude and be in negative thought at the same time. You just can't. <laughs> yeah, <always laughs> it's utterly impossible so to right. do. That. You're so right. <laughs> so if you're standing in gratitude, if you are grateful because you woke up this morning. If you yeah. are grateful because of the fact that you can put your feet on the floor and you can and go brush your teeth. Just simple little things. Yeah. You are in your right yeah. mind. If you yeah. are grateful, just because you may not like your job, but you know what right now that job is paying your bills and keeping food on the table, and so on and so yeah. forth. So you have to think of things that you are grateful for if you're if you have a family and your yeah. children are in good health, be grateful, yeah yeah you know, start yeah. thinking about the things that you have right now that you can grab a hold of yeah. and just say thank you, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you, you for the things that I have. Thank you for just giving thank me you. the ability yeah.
0: to be able yeah. to
1: think for myself yeah. <laughs> and yeah. move forward in whatever it is I want to do. Thank yeah. you for your word. Yeah. Thank you for your wisdom. Just thank, thank you, me. just continuously being thankful, thankful. and grateful.
0: Yeah. And because you know yeah. what,
1: there is a law of gratitude. Uh-huh. There is a law of gratitude, and it's just like the law of attraction. There's laws. Uh-huh. God set these laws up for us to use them.
0: Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. and like you said uh-huh. earlier,
1: you know, there's a scripture in there that says, draw nigh unto God and he will draw nigh unto uh-huh. you. What does yeah. that really mean? If you draw closer to him, yeah. the closer you draw to him, the closer he's going to draw to you. Yeah, And yeah. that way, yeah. keep yourself out of negative thinking.
2: Yes, and you know what? It's very interesting that you say that because I can always tell a person's walk by what they say out of their mouth. And remember what Christ said is that what's in your heart will proceed out of the mouth and how important it is to control your mouth. And a lot of times... You and for me, I was one that was really good at guarding my mouth, but my heart was horrible in terms of not being. I don't have this. I wish I had that. You know, these yes. are the things you're thinking. But either way, whether it's in your heart or out of your mouth, it's no, it's not good. And we've got to constantly practice. And one of the things that I've been stressing uh, as we move forward, and uh, you know, in the making it happen groupfully Lisa, you as well, is that what, whatever the negative thoughts are, let's replace them with positive thoughts. Yeah. So, you know, when you're thinking, oh, I'm so tired, you know, you you I had a rough day today, you know, thank God I made it through the day without, you know, any hurt or harm coming to me. You know, right. just learn to replace it with and say something positive
1: and that get into a habit of doing that. Right, right. Yeah, because it's absolutely necessary that you should observe the law of gratitude um, if you are to get the results that you're seeking. The law uh-huh. of gratitude is the natural principle that action and reaction are always equal and in opposite directions. So, notice uh-huh. the grateful attitude that um, that Christ took, that Jesus uh-huh. took for example. Uh-huh. Now, he was always, he always, always seemed to be saying, I thank thee, Father. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, thank you, mm-hmm. that you that you hear me. You mm-hmm. know, I thank you, Father, or I am grateful. I mean, you know, and he is like the perfect teacher. There's no better teacher than him. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, right, right. and in, in other states that I've studied, you know, and you know that I've, you know, I've studied Buddhism and Taoism and Hinduism and so on and so forth. And, you know, they all have their great teachers. Mm-hmm. Um and, and the thing is they all say the same thing.
0: Mhm.
1: Be grateful, be thankful, don't look at things the way they they really are because what is faith? Right, right, right. Right. You know, so and you have to you have to have you have to have faith. Yeah. Um yeah. and if you really truly are believing, uh um, that there's better out here Or that there's more You're absolutely right there is Right And you know related to the faith pieces
2: uh, Waddles does an awesome job Of talking about visualization um, mm-hmm. visual Sitting back and visualizing Where you want to be And I know one of the things That we always talk about Is vibrational things And you know the energy The vibrational pull That things have on us and how when you're visualiz- visualizing, that has a great amount of you know energy that is being expended, and so yeah. wherever it is you want to do, whatever it is you want to do, wherever you want to be, you need to be able to visualize being there. and I think in that visualization process, in order to visualize, like you said, you have to have the faith to believe that this can really happen to you to even be able to visualize.
1: That's right.
2: Because if you don't have faith or you believe, well oh, it's not gonna happen to me or, you know, I don't deserve to be rich or you know, that's for somebody over there or or whatever, then you're right, you're not gonna have it. But when you can actually see yourself in position where you wanna be, what you wanna have in the bank and my best story, I think it was Jim Carrey, where he wrote the checkout. Yeah. For for a movie. He he, he wanted to become this great movie star. And I think he went up to, like, on top of Hollywood Hills. And I may, forgive me if I don't have it, the story perfectly, but what he essentially did is he wrote out a check of what he would make. I think it was, like, 5 or $10 million, um, of, you know, actually visualizing someone giving him this check. And he kept that check in yep. his wallet. And now I think he, he commands upwards of, what, $20 million
0: oh, yeah. a movie. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. you know, there's just so many... Uh, Things that we can do in order to, to, to exercise our faith. And visualization yeah. is that is one of those things I think that we do and what, what Waddle talks about in the science of getting rich that we can do to really get to where we want to be. Exactly,
1: exactly. So I have um, a caller that's been holding, so let's bring okay. the caller on um, uh-huh. with the 320 area code, which I believe is Minnesota, if I'm not mistaking. Hello,
3: Paul. on the air. Hi, how are you guys tonight?
1: We're
3: great, good. how are Very you? good. Great, great, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I think it's great you're doing this show on such a wonderful subject. I definitely believe in what you're talking about and think it's really, really helpful to have the attitude of gratitude. Yes,
1: yeah. yes. Yeah most definitely um and have you do you do you practice the the being grateful every day and if so tell us from your experience how it's helped you
3: yes yes i definitely do that and i find the more i do that the more it all comes back to me the more i tend to help people and try to do things for others um, and be grateful for everything I do have and try to appreciate even each day. Yes. I feel it. I, I live so much more happier. Yes. Wonderful.
1: Yes. Well, caller, yes. thank you so much for sharing that and calling yes. in. You have a blessed day.
3: Yes, and thank you so much for doing your show and everything you do. Really Hang appreciate all. it.
1: <laughs> thank you. All right. Bye-bye.
3: Thank you. Bye. Yes. Yeah. And
2: that was very nice, and the caller says something that we we didn't didn't really touch on, which is when you're grateful, you you have peace, you feel better. <laughs> yeah. so oh you don't know, have yeah. that
1: stressful, uneasy feeling. You have the and, sense you know, of I'm calm tell you and peace.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna
1: tell you something. Um, I I wasn't always this peaceful. I mean, in mm-hmm. in my life. And again, it's all about your journey. And what yeah. I want everybody to understand, and you have to know this, is that each of us are individuals, and we all have our own personal journeys. No one, yeah. no one's journey is better than the other ones. You know, yeah. we're here to experience whatever it is. We're here to experience. So, but the quicker that you realize that, you know what, I want change in my life. You know, I'm tired of having anxiety. I'm tired of being sad. I'm tired of being broke, busted, and disgusted, you know, and I want a change. And when you get to the point of being sick and tired of being sick and tired, then that is when you start to do something about it. Yeah, you know yeah, that is yeah. when you start to do something about it. And my late father would say to me when you know I would, <laughs> I would call my dad sometimes, and you know, you know how we go through, and you want to hear daddy's voice, you know. And I remember calling my dad and and just saying, you know, not really complaining about anything, but he, he our, our parents know their children. And he would say, well, kid, what's wrong? And I was like, Dad, I'm okay. No, you're not. No, you're not. And then I would just go into this tirade of whatever it was that was bothering me, and he would say two things to me. He would say, well, are you mad enough yet? And I had to stop and think about that the first time he said it. I'm like, well, yeah, I am mad. He said, you sure? Are you mad enough? I said, yeah, I am. He said, now it's time to do something about it. And then the second thing he would say to me sometimes is, well, kid, are you going to sink or are you going to swim? And that sounds so simple, but then you realize at a point you have a choice. Yes, yes. And I'm not going to sink for, I'm a swimmer, okay? So that kind of gives you that <laughs> motivation to get back up there and just to keep kicking and paddling and doing whatever is necessary yes. to get to a place of peace. And the quickest yes. thing, the quickest, the quickest little tool that you have at your disposal that doesn't cost a dime
0: mm-hmm.
1: is an attitude, of
0: gratitude, gratitude.
2: yeah. Be yes. grateful. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And and like the caller just said, she just sounded like she was at peace. You know, because yeah. when you are grateful, when you are thankful for everything that you have, your family, your friends, and even sometimes we we have to catch ourselves. I know I do myself with with my family because you always think, oh, I wish I had money to do this and I don't have money to do that and yeah. this, that, and the other. But then the greatest thing that we have is time, time to spend together. Because if yeah. we each had, out, had so much money, we'd probably not have spend much time together. So we yeah. really have to be grateful for the little things, just, you know, having those family moments, the, that family time. It, yeah. it, it's just so much we've got, to, like you said, to be grateful for.
1: And, and that is so true because, you know, for me, I had some downtime um, in between writing my book and um, being out, you know, on the road and, and doing all that stuff. And when I was writing my book, um, I, to me it was downtime because I wasn't as active, yes. you know. And I thought that because I wasn't as active, I, you know, I had to be – I wasn't used to not doing all the time, and we're yeah. living in such a fast-paced world now yeah. that you feel as though you're, you're not doing anything, which you always are doing something, even if it's meditating, then that's one of the yeah. best things that you can do. You know, we yeah. feel like we're failures or, you know, we're being lazy or what's going right. on or how come things aren't happening and things aren't moving, but that is so that can be so far uh, from the truth because what's happening is, if you find yourself right now in a downtime, take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the time that you need to rebuild yourself. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's the time that you can take to renew your mindset. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And trust and believe that is doing something. That's the best something that you could do for yourself because now what's happening is you are conditioning your mind, your are your thinking, uh, you're changing, uh, you're shifting.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, right
1: now you might be in a holding pattern. You're in a holding pattern for a reason,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because your heart is telling you that you want this, or you're dreaming about this, and I want to do this, and I want to, and I want to go, and I want, I want, I want. So now take that time to really do the necessary work on yourself, so that you who has the power to bring it to to uh, reality can do all that is necessary in order to make it happen yeah
2: and more than that, what I found it's funny you should use that as an example, because I think it was about a week and a half ago for me. I felt like you ever feel like you're busy doing a thousand things, but you're not accomplishing anything, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> and you're running and you're you're rip, you're doing this and you're over here and you're over there, and nothing really in your spirit you feel like I'm not really. Making any headway here, I don't even yeah. feel like I'm making headway. And the, and the thought and the message, and this is why I know you mentioned meditation, but you know God created us to have constant communion with Him, so that He can help us on our journeys. You know what I mean? And so, mm-hmm. uh, and my and so what I did is I was like, well, since I'm not really accomplishing much, let me just take a a back seat and just stop. And the thing I heard from God in my communion with Him was just rest, just relax, just rest. And in my resting period, I was able to refocus where he felt it was important for me to spend my time because, as I always say, we can't see around that curve called life, but God can see. And so Mm -hmm. he needs to communicate with us to tell us which... Where you need to be pointed, which direction, because if you're not constantly listening to him and having that connection with him, you're going to miss opportunities that will get you to, as Waddle said, getting rich. You really do have to start with God being your overall compass. And a lot of times, God moves. And shows us things when we're completely at rest and, like you said, we're doing what it seems like we're we're not doing anything. That's when he comes to speak with us and
1: gives us guidance and direction. Right. And, again, it goes back to um, the value of gratitude. You know, it doesn't consist solely in just getting you more blessings in the future. What Mm -hmm. it also does is without it, you cannot long keep from being dissatisfied about regarding things as they are. You know, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you without gratitude, you are now looking at everything the way it it is, and and mm-hmm. that can be very very depressing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just turn on yeah.
1: MSNBC, yes, CNN, yes, CBS, yes, and we won't yes. even mention Fox News. So yes, if yes. you know all of those things. Yes. You know, uh, you're looking at constant bad news after bad news after bad yes. news. So after a while, you have a bad attitude. Yes, yes. Then your bills start to really, like, you know, like a pulsating. Like, you know, you you ever bang your toe and that uh-huh. thing just seems like it's throbbing, you can look at uh-huh. it and see it moving. So that's <laughs> uh, so gratitude. You know, you're constantly looking at everything and it's magnifying itself and it has a heartbeat and it just takes a yes. life. All of it on its own. Yes.
2: And then you are you suffer, like, you know, And this day and age, there the number of stressor diseases, you know. We eat a lot because we're under stress. You, we drink a lot and do drugs because we're under stress. You know, we're taking prescription meds because we're under stress. We're yeah. acting out against our brother because we're stressed. You know, as a result of not being grateful and thankful and feeling just, you know, like, oh, the world is caving in, and we don't have anything to look forward to. This is right. this is the impact. So then it becomes a vicious cycle, and it just seems like we're never able to get off uh, off the treadmill.
1: Exactly, exactly. And I'm going to take another caller at this point. Uh, we have a caller in calling in from the 407 area code. So, hello, caller, you're on the air. Yeah, hello. I, yeah, I, uh, you have an interesting conversation going on there. Uh what period in your life are you do you reach a level of maturity where you can practice this? Hmm. well, you know for me it it, it it's it's all in, on the individual when they're ready yeah uh, and you know when you're ready um again when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you can be twenty one years old and be ready, yeah you know you yeah, be, I was just, I was nah, just you thinking uh, you, you, yeah I, I was just thinking you just mentioned that uh, you went through several uh, things and trials and tribulations when you arrived at at your spiritual uh, you know uh, awareness that you could you could uh, you could do this and I was just wondering if if, it, if, if maturity is connected to to uh, being able to achieve and practice well uh, you know that's a very good point and a very good question um And, you know, I think if I had had this knowledge, you know how we always say when we get older and, you know, if I knew then what I know now, if I had someone telling me all of this then, it would have happened a lot sooner. But I also believe that, you know, each individual, they come into their own when they're ready. And Mm -hmm. we, who knows when anybody's ready. You know, that's an individual. Uh, choice. Um, I know my daughter is twenty-one years old, and she is reaching the level where I am now a lot quicker because she has me, you know, to sew into her life. Mm-hmm. And I think by the time she's twenty-five, that's going to be one bad sister. <laughs> so, caller, did I did I answer your question? Uh, you sure did very very well. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you for calling
2: in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think the caller had a very interesting question and a lot of it is is like you said, how much you want. When you're I I love knowledge because the more you thirst for whatever it is that you want to know, especially when it comes to God, he's going to get gi- he's going to give it to you. He's yeah. going to show you, he's going to open up. You're going to see things and he's going to take you where you didn't you and your small kind of uh, where you are on this planet won't even be able to see where he's going to take you. Exactly. But it's exactly. always a
1: wonderful, wonderful place.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, I'm and favorite.
1: I'm thinking mm-hmm. about the tallest question, mm-hmm. you know, and looking back on my life, you know, mm-hmm. I've always known that there was more, there was something more. Um, mm-hmm. But then what happens is life continues to get in the way. Mm-hmm. Um and I remember when I was finally, I had enough,
0: you know uh-huh, what I mean? Uh-huh, I had, uh-huh. had enough,
1: and I was like, you know what, no, whatever it takes,
0: uh-huh. whatever
1: it takes to seek to get the wisdom, you know, I was, I was ready to do it. And
0: uh-huh.
1: if, once you make up that your mind, once you make up your mind that you are ready, then right. wisdom will come at you in every direction, it's right. like lightning, right? And so, really, there is no particular age. It's the it's the point of how bad do you want what you want? How bad do you right. want to seek wisdom? Right. And you know, it's funny you should say
2: that. I always tell the story of um, right before I made the transition from working. Um, I call it a, it wasn't really a 9 to 5, it felt more like a 9 to (laughs) 9, but working to becoming an entrepreneur, I had each year of my adult life, I would always write down my goals and I would place them in my Bible and God was always, I would only do 10 and God almost unanimously, I would be granted 8 out of the 10 things that I wanted all the time. Well, one particular year, and this was when I was about to make the transition into entrepreneurship, and I said to God, I was like, you know, you've given me everything that I want. want. I, I, there's no need for me to do my little list and kind of hand it to God so that he can be the um, the make-a-wish person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, I want something different. I I want you to tell me, God what it is that you think I need to work on. And I remember that year because it was the worst year of my life. I literally felt like I had just gone through like hell and back that entire year. And what I realized after the process was over was that God was really dealing with the inside of Teresa, getting all All those ugly things that I didn't even know existed. And one of those things, like learning how to love unconditionally, learning to be grateful, learning to have faith, all of those lessons, and once you get to a point of learning all of that stuff, you then become even better as a person because it's rare that things will really get to you. Yeah, you may cry (laughs) or whatever, but you start to stand strong and firm in who you are and and, and God has his hand over you. So you don't fret as much, you don't worry as much, you don't have anxiety as much you don't you know you don't worry about having food on the table. There are certain things that you just know are going to happen
1: because yeah. of your faith in god yeah it's it's all about having that faith, and you know another big part of that too, and I think we touched on it in one of the other programs, but of course, this is a subject that you can just talk about kind of like forever, but forgiveness um oh, you know. Yeah yeah you know that's a that's a major 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 uh portion um just but mm-hmm. like, just like love you know mm-hmm. we have to learn mm-hmm. love unconditionally well in order to do that, you have to have forgiveness yeah. um, whoever is in your life there's somebody out there that is hurting, and yes. whoever that is, whoever has hurt you i don 't care if it's a, it's a lover, a husband, a boyfriend, a mother, a father, a sister, a brother it doesn't matter whoever it is. You've got to learn how to forgive. You've gotta you've gotta let it yeah. go. And it's yeah. not That's a much for the point. other person. You know, mm-hmm. it's not for their benefit, it's for yours.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: unforgiveness mm-hmm. is a poison and it will eat you up. It will just yeah. it will eat you up. Yes. Yeah. That is an and excellent point. I and eat, you so. can't walk around with an attitude of gratitude if you have unforgiveness in your heart. Yes. Yeah. So whoever it is, I don't know who this message is or this word at this moment. It just drops into my spirit to say it. Mm-hmm. But whoever is out there and you're hurting because of something someone said to you or something someone did to you, even if it's in your past.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Release it. Release it. Let it go.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: it's, there, it's not doing anything, you know, but, but building up cancerous poison inside of you. And it's probably even making you sick, physically ill.
0: Mhm. Mhm.
1: So Physically I, and I, mentally, yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Just
1: just really you you've gotta release that thing, um, and, and let it go. And you know, I'm just so grateful, Teresa, that you know, once you reach a certain age, um and, and again this goes back to the caller, the older we get, hopefully the more wiser we get. Yeah. Um And with wisdom just comes a world of just magnificent things. Yes. You know, and we must now teach our children what we now know. Yes. Because, again, like I say at the end of all of my shows, when we know better, we do better. And that's so true. Right. We have to start reaching back and teaching our young people because we weren't taught this stuff. Right, right. We weren't taught that. Oh, you mean to tell me all I have to do, really? I mean, really, really is just to be grateful and thankful, and yeah. and you know, and and how how the 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 gratefulness cancels out the negative. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because they can't hold, they can't occupy the same space at the same time. <laughs> you know I, I just want you to think about that if you're listening to this show right now, test take mm-hmm. a test Trust me check mm-hmm. it out mm-hmm. You cannot be positive you cannot hold an a an mental uh uh mental act of gratitude of gratefulness mm-hmm. and at in the same turn be negative yeah, yeah, because with gratitude comes love, yeah, yeah. And I know sometimes I get filled up when I start to just start off with the smallest things, and then every time I say thank you for one thing and then another thing mm-hmm. comes and then mm-hmm. another, and the next thing you know, girl, I'm just in tears.
3: Yeah, full.
2: Because really I'm full. so filled
1: up, yes, yeah, because mm-hmm. I realize that, oh, my God, there's just, there's just so much.
0: hmm
1: there's just so much. I'm grateful for this show. I'm grateful for this program. I'm grateful for every yes. single caller who has ever called in. I'm grateful for the yes. people who are listening. Yes, yes. I'm grateful yes. for you. Yeah. So, yes. you know, right now I just, you know, wanna say thank you. Um see I'm getting filled up again. <laughs> don't look, don't um. make me start singing on this show now. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> But the moment you permit your mind to dwell with dissatisfaction um, upon Mm -hmm. things as they are, you really begin to lose ground. You fix your attention upon the common, the ordinary, the poor, and the squalid, and the mean, and your mind takes the form of these things. Now, just just, just listen to those words, people.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When
1: you start to really focus, and you fix whatever you fix your attention upon,
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay, that's the thi- those are the things that start to form.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, then you will transmit these forms or mental images to the formless and the common, the poor, the squalid and the mean, all of that will come to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Now
1: you've invited the whole thing into your realm, and then you look around and you say, what in the world? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how, how did that get here? <laughs> huh? We're always
2: saying, how did that get here? Well, you invited it in
1: by your thinking. Because you're not paying attention to what you are thinking about. Uh uh And that is so, so, if I can leave you with anything else, you know, just just really try to every single, and, you know, when you think about it, you have choices of what you're thinking about. So this is what I want you to do. I want you throughout your day. If you have to write it down on a piece of paper, write down that word gratitude.
0: Uh Stick it on your bathroom,
1: on your refrigerator, stick it on Uh your dashboard, in your car, put it on your cell phone. As a matter of fact, take your cell phone and make an alarm out of it. You know, Uh and every half an hour, every hour, your your alarm goes off and the word gratitude, remember to be Uh grateful. Uh Uh Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh.
1: Start conditioning your mind and watch and see the miracles that that happen. Yes, yes.
2: Yes, you're so right. And then you'll be looking
1: around at people that just basically disgust you. (laughs) And you'll be able to even look at those people and say, you know what, you don't disgust me anymore because you're insignificant now. Because you know why you're insignificant now? Because I have gratitude in my heart. Right, right. And I don't have time to be disgusted by you. Right. So gratitude takes on, you know, just a a life on its own. Um, And before I end this, did you have anything else that you wanted to add to that?
2: No, and I think that, like you said, I think we've come, again, uh, full circle in, you know, our discussion about David, which is, you know, how important it is to have wisdom and that we – what we believe in terms of having gratitude, that we really make a concerted effort to teach our children. Right? The yeah. caller who pointed out about, like you said, with your daughter, you're teaching her, and as a result, she won't have to spend a lot of countless years learning things and going through a lot of negative because you're training her up. And yeah. we really have to be mindful of our kids. And it's not. I know we're in a quote new generation, but we also have a generation behind us that we are responsible for and will be held accountable for and it's yeah. so important that we teach our kids these spiritual principles. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. And and for any of the young people that happen to be listening um take note and you know uh all Older people aren't bad.
0: (laughs) You know, when they're trying
1: to tell you something, they're trying to tell you something because they've either been in your shoes, they've walked that road that you are now on and walking, and, yeah, we realize that, you know, you want to make your own way and so on and so forth, but grab a hold of, of someone older and wiser that has wisdom to share with you and take heed to it. Yeah. You know, um I, I look at them as being angels. You know, I've had a few yes. angels in my lifetime and I thank God for every last one of them because they were very significant on my in my journey. And I know that I'm gonna have many more. It's not over.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, life is really just beginning but, but you know, you again it gets back to uh just learning how to be grateful just for even for the small things. Yeah. Yeah you know, for the small things. So I will leave you with this. Um, Waddell, Wallace D. Waddle states that to permit your mind to dwell upon the inferior is to become inferior and to surround yourself with inferior things. On the other hand, to fix your attention on the best is to surround yourself with the best and to become the best. The creative power within us makes us into the image of that to which we give our attention. Mm. We are a thinking substance, mm. and thinking substance always takes the form of that which it thinks about.
0: Mm. A
1: grateful mind is constantly fixed upon the best. Therefore, it tends to what? Become the best. Mm-hmm. It takes the form or character of the best, and it will receive the best. Also, faith is born of gratitude. The grateful mind continually expects good things, and expectation becomes faith. The mm-hmm. reaction of gratitude upon one's own mind produces faith, and every outgoing wave of gratitude Thanksgiving increases faith. He who has no feeling of gratitude cannot long retur- retain a living faith. It mm-hmm. is necessary, then, to cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes to you and to give thanks continuously. And because all things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. That's wonderful. So that concludes our show for this evening. Teresa, did you have anything that you wanted to add? No,
2: I just think that that was just so powerful, powerful,
1: powerful. And I would encourage
2: uh, your listening audience to please pick up that book. It's an excellent read.
1: Very, very good. Yeah, and speaking of books, I uh, mentioned again, if you want a really good book that will, um, a great motivational book, you know, go to my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, click on the Book Recommendations tab, and there you will find several books that are awesome. They've helped me um, in my journey, um, and as I continue to read and gain wisdom as to what to read next, I will continue to post books for you and for your benefit that will uh definitely help you in your journey as well. So I wanna thank everyone for tuning in with us. Um Teresa once again, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yes, excellent. It's just
2: so the time goes by too quickly.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it really, really does. Um I wanna shout out to my family. And I, you know, oh, family, what what would we do about family? Yeah. What would we do about family? Family, I just want you to know right now that if you're listening in, I'm very grateful to you. Um, And you're always supporting and loving me. And also to my Facebook family. You know, I have a wonderful Facebook family, especially to my Motivational Moments group. I love you all. And uh, thank you all once again for tuning in. And for my new listeners, the next time you log on to Facebook, please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash destiny 101 So, Teresa, that's it for this evening. Um, yeah. Once again, a big thank you to Mr. David Parks yeah. for spending time with us uh, last week. And um, Teresa, again, I can't thank you enough because like I always say, um, for knowledge is power. And when we know better, what? We do better. For my listening audience, please click on the follow button on the left-hand side of the title so that you can receive updates on upcoming broadcasts. And also, please stop by my website, uh, yourdestinywaste.net, and to get some extra motivation and inspiration. Next week is the week of the 4th of July. Can you believe that? Time has really flown. (laughs) And it's also vacation time. So please tune in the following week. Monday, July the 9th at 6.30 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard. We'll be back at that time. Your mission, people, if you choose to accept it, is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation. Seek God and learn how to love yourself first. After all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again I'm Lisa Sam Saunders and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio and I'm looking forward to sharing with you when I come back in two weeks. Peace and abundant blessings to you. Bye.